How can positive hiring and staffing interventions and innovative technology empower nurses to find satisfying work and help alleviate a nursing shortage? Let's talk all about it right here on episode 252 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. I am so grateful you're here, whether it's your first time tuning in or you've been hanging out with me here on the virtual airwaves for months or possibly even years. I'm grateful no matter how long you've been listening, and I thank you for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, ideas, diatribes, and informative interviews with some of the most inspiring people from the worlds of healthcare, medicine, nursing, and beyond. And did you know you can leave a rating and review for The Nurse Keith Show? That's right. Head over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and help other people find the show by rating and reviewing The Nurse Keith Show. And if you let me know you did so, I will thank you personally on air. Meanwhile, if you want to see the show notes for this episode, you can follow along at nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 252. Anyway, Today, we're welcoming friend of the pod, Iman Abuzaid of IncredibleHealth.com, and they offer an innovative approach to staffing and the job search process. And Iman, I want to jump right into the deep end with you, so let's just go for it. Okay. How can technological hiring and staffing interventions like yours help to alleviate a nursing shortage? Yeah, great question, Keith, and glad to be on the podcast the nursing shortage and how, how does technology impact it? Uh, so we, healthcare as of 2018 actually became the biggest labor sector in this country in terms of number of workers. And it's also suffering from the biggest shortages. In less than five years, we're going to be one million nurses short. And so what that means is that it's becoming harder and harder for hospitals and other healthcare facilities to hire nurses. And for nurses, you know, what we've he- heard is that it's always been quite difficult to get a job because you submit your application to so many different places and you usually don't even hear back. So, you know, both sides are, are experiencing a problem and we figured there has to be a better solution. And that's how, that's why we created Incredible Health. I see. And you're a medical doctor, right? Correct. You're an MD. And do you have a particular specialty that you've worked in most of your career? Actually, after I finished medical school, I decided not to pursue residency. I was always more interested in the way health systems and hospitals were run. And so I went into management consulting um, first, uh, working with hospitals on strategy and operations. And then after my MBA, um, at Wharton moved out to the Bay Area, where I led product at early stage healthcare technology companies. And that is where I really learned to work with software engineers, designers, marketers, and what it takes to launch a product and, and, and grow a business that's, that's effectively working and helping its users. My family members and friends are doctors and surgeons, and they were often complaining about understaffing. And then my co-founder, Rome Portlock, software engineer from MIT, he comes from a family of nurses. And they were often saying, even though I'm qualified I'm exper- and experienced, it still takes me at least two, three months to get my next job. Um, so that's that was the first hint to hmm, there's something there's something going on here. I've read that you have three surgeons in your family, and you're you're a MD yourself, and your co-founder you said has a lot of nurses in the family. So you got direct feedback from the marketplace, for lack of a better term, that there was a problem, there was a pain point, 
and you needed to intervene. Absolutely. Yeah. So being in the tech sector, I mean, you're in the Bay Area, right? So you're kind of in the hotbed of tech in the United States or maybe the world, right? So was it easy to find people who agreed with you that this was an issue, aside from you and your co-founder, and put together a team that could create something really special that, that really helped alleviate some of these issues? Yeah. So the great thing about being based in San Francisco is, like you said, this is the tech capital of the world. Uh, however, to solve to solve a problem like this, it requires people with different backgrounds coming from different disciplines. So on our team, uh, you know, my, I myself, I'm a MD, and then have also experience as a product manager. My co-founder is a software engineer. Uh, our vice president Sandra Frickman is an OR nurse. Half my team is actually is. Our, our nurses. Um, and then we also have software engineers, data sci scientists, designers, marketers. So it really takes a multidisciplinary team to come up with a solution that works. And what ultimately matters in technology is you have to come up with something that's at least 10 times better than what's already out there. Right. It's the whole 10x kind of thing, right? So do you feel like what you've created and what you all are be continuing to roll out over time, do you feel like this is a 10x solution to this issue that you're confronting? Yes, absolutely. So Incredible Health is the now the fastest growing hiring platform for permanent nurses in the country today. And what that means is Hospitals and health systems, they use our platform to hire nurses in permanent roles in less than 30 days. It normally takes them 90 days or longer. And when they're able to hire that a lot more rapidly, that means that their costs go down. And we can talk a lot more about, about that. Oh, yes. Uh, but then <laughs> the other thing is that the more, more important thing is the quality of care goes up when you're able to hire permanent nurses uh, more rapidly. When, you, when a hospital is understaffed, uh, they are really putting their finances at, at risk because they're spending on overtime or they're spending on contract workers, which usually cost twice as much as the permanent workers. And then on, on the quality of care side, when a hospital is understaffed, you know, they're burning out their existing nurses. There's uh, patient satisfaction goes down. Mm -hmm. Honestly, medication errors go up. Patient mortality goes up. These are significant quality quality issues that happen when you're understaffed. So they need great people and amazing nurses um, to to work at their hospitals. But that's easier said than done. And our technology helps them do that. That's great. Now I've had a representative of another organization on the show prior, and they have a a similar application similar technology, but they're focused on per diem, where nurses can log in, have all their credentials and everything and pick up per diem shifts wherever they need to. They're kind of kind of like the, the Uber or the Lyft of, of hiring for nurses, which is a very cool intervention because a lot of nurses want to, you know, pick up a shift here and there. And this helps them find the shifts pretty quickly. And they can apply to a bunch of places at the same time. So with with incredible health, are the nurses filling out an application and uploading their credentials and they can apply to any job within incredible health without having to reinvent the wheel every application? Because that's what a lot of nurses complain to me about. They're like, I'm filling out application after application and it's the same information over and over again. So two topics there. So first is the, um, what, what's the experience like for the nurse on the platform? Um, 
so the, there's probably there's three or four unique things that are unique about our product that make it great for the for the nurse. The number one, and by far the, the, the what nurses love the most, is the fact that the employers apply to the nurses instead of waiting for the nurses to apply to them. So what that means is a nurse can just create a profile on Incredible Health, just a single profile, and can just sit back and relax while they're receiving interviews from different employers. And it's really up to the nurse which interviews to accept and which ones to decline. And just to give you a sense of the speed of, the, of how this works, when you apply, when you create a profile on Incredible Health, you usually have interview. You usually have interviews lined up in sometimes less than ten days, um, and usually majority of nurses are getting hired in less than thirty days. In fact, that's what we're guaranteeing to the nurses and to the hospitals. Wow, hired in less than thirty days. Guaranteeing. Yep. Wow. Okay. So, so the hospitals can search for nurses and request them to interview for a position based on their profile. And does it work the other way around? Yeah, so not, they don't quite search. So there's, there's three or four other unique things that enable this. Tell us all about it. Sure. So the first <laughs> is that the employers apply to the nurses. Um, the second is we've automated a lot of the screening of the nurses. So what that means is we've, we've already been able to automatically check for licenses and malpractice records and certifications and so on. So that's how we're rapidly able to qualify qualify nurses and for the platform. And then the third piece, which is very important, is the custom matching algorithms. What that means is that it's a very personalized experience for both the nurses and the recruiters. So if you're a hospital recruiter and you log into your incredible health web application, you already have a set of nurses right there for you. And it's not helpful to see 200 nurses. You only want to see 11 that are the right fit for you. Right. And we've already confirmed that they're actively looking, they have their license, they're ready, they're, you know, they're ready to go, ready to interview. Um, and then at the same time, the nurse doesn't want to hear from 75 hospitals he or she only wants to hear from four that are the right fit. And it's those matching algorithms that really enable that. I see. Okay. So in terms of staffing issues these days, what do you hear from the hospitals? And you work specifically with hospitals, right? This is acute Correct. care, right? Correct. So what are you hearing from them? What are the hardest parts? I know there's finding the qualified nurses and onboarding them and hiring them and everything is definitely labor intensive and you're helping alleviate some of that that bottleneck that happens right and hopefully lowering their costs of hiring and searching and onboarding too so what are the other pain points you're hearing from the hospitals themselves in terms of nurses nursing staffing ratios what's yeah. what's out there in the in the ethers what are you hearing yeah so we work with we, ha we now work with over 150 hospitals across California. I guess by the time this podcast airs, we'll be a, we would have expanded across the country as well. Um, and so that includes top academic medical centers like Cedars-Sinai and Stanford, large health systems like HCA and Tenet, and, and many community hospitals as well. And so we're hearing to, probably what we're hearing is in two areas. One is from the directly from the talent acquisition teams. We're hearing is how it's becoming harder and harder to fill these roles in, in hospitals. And that's an effect of the shortage. And it's also an effect of the fact that the talent acquisition teams or recruiters are not armed with like the best processes and tools to rapidly hire. Um, to give a sense, I mean, nurses often complain about the black hole of HR. A single hospital recruiter is trying to fill 100 nurse jobs at any given time 
at, you know, at a large hospital in a city and they're not armed with the right tools. And that's why the nurses end up experiencing this black hole phenomenon. Yeah. This, in terms of this black hole you're talking about, um, yes. <laughs> it's con- what I hear from nurses who contact me and come to me for coaching or need advice or something. What I hear from them is that it is this black hole where they do an electronic application. They maybe upload their resume. If there's the potential to do that. Maybe they just fill out the app and there's no way to upload a, a resume or a cover letter. And it's a very impersonal procedure. And yes. one of the main complaints, one is it's very impersonal. Two, they never hear back from anyone. Most of the time they get no response, yeah. not even an automated email saying, thank you for applying, you know, almost nothing. Right. And then they never hear from anyone. And if they try to contact anyone, there's there's very little means to get through to someone who actually knows where their application is. And the level of frustration I hear is pretty darn high. And yeah. you're right. It sometimes takes several months to find the right job and to get even to get an interview. And I'm talking about really qualified people. I'm not, and sometimes they're new grads and obviously there's problems for new grads finding jobs too. So from your perspective, when people have such a hard time finding work, do you think that there are nurses dropping out of the workforce in the job search process? Are they just saying, well, I think I'm going to go work at Trader Joe's. Are you hearing that? Yeah, it's, Okay, it's a very, very frustrating experience for nurses, as as you described. Um, what you know, one of the things we're we're hearing is people drop out of specific hospitals' hiring processes when they take too long. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that we do is we provide data analytics to the hospitals that let them see the speed or the number of days their candidates are spending in each step of their hiring process. And they're able, we're able to compare them against their competitive benchmarks because their competitors are, their competitors are often using our platform too. I see. And sometimes there's just complete shock and surprise that, you know, the, the step to even, you know, have a hiring manager interview scheduled is taking 21 days when it really should be taking three. Right. And, uh, this is something that speed is, is it really does drive what we call what they call the candidate experience and, uh, incredible health as an example is something that enables to them to speed that up. Now, when I hear this, the frustration that the nurses hear, it, it's really disturbing, right? And, and it's why we created this, we have this mission of helping healthcare professionals live better lives and helping health, prof- healthcare professionals find and do their best work. And our mission is very intentionally about the healthcare workers, about the nurses. It's not about the employers. So when we're making decisions as a team, we do prioritize the nurse experience always. And that's, that's ultimately what we're, what we're all about. Right. And it sounds like you also, at the same time, prioritize the experience of the, the acquisition teams and the facilities themselves because you're making their job much easier. That's right. I mean, yeah. ultimately, they're the ones with the jobs, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we do have to create a, a, a great experience for them as well. Now, you mentioned being across California, and I see Cedar sinai Dignity Health, Stanford, UC Davis, UCSF. Oh, my God. Valley Presbyterian, 
Memorial Healthcare System, Adventist. There's so many here. So you just dropped a little bomb a few minutes ago <laughs> saying that you're going to be moving into other states. Are you looking at this being nationwide or are you going to be targeting big cities first, like New York, Philadelphia, Atlanta? How are you going to handle an expansion? Because there's a lot of nurses listening who live probably in almost every state of the U.S. and beyond. That's, that's great. Um, yeah, so we, you know, we raised a $15 million Series A this last summer, summer of 2019. What is a Series A? I'm sorry. I don't sorry. have an MBA. <laughs> sorry, apologies. <laughs> sorry. We raised the financing round. Okay. Um, where additional capital was raised for the business. I see. What that means, the, the main thing we want to do with that capital um, is to expand across the country. Now, we're starting with with the biggest cities first, Dallas, Houston, Chicago, New York City, Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. The plan is over the next few years, we are everywhere. Really? Okay. Yep. So even community hospitals, are you going to try to look at smaller hospitals in maybe less well-served areas? So we already have rural hospitals in California today. We probably do, because this is a two-sided marketplace, um, we do have to prioritize urban areas first. Sure, of course. Because it's it's the only way the marketplace works is if you have enough density of hospitals and nurses. Um, so it'll probably be like a, a, an expansion strategy starts with a city and then expands beyond that. That sounds really smart. So we're going to take a really quick break. And when we come back, I want to talk about how nurses can actually interface with incredible health, what the process is like, what they have to bring to the table in order to get into your system, and what they can expect in terms of their user experience, and also what the hospitals can expect in terms of their user experience, because there are hiring people and others who listen to this show as well. So it's not just nurses listening. There might be people who are in positions of influence or power. So we want it, we want everyone to understand how this process works. And then I want to also delve a little bit into workplace culture and how this sort of improvement can actually improve workplace culture. So we'll be right back and we'll dig a little deeper into all of this information around incredible health. So now we're going to take a pause for the cause for just a moment. Please consider becoming a patron of the Nurse Keith Show, just like other listeners who value the show so much that they want to give just a little bit each month to support the work we're doing here. When you pledge, you not only get the satisfaction of helping produce and support the show, you also get some pretty nifty premiums and gifts directly from yours truly. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash nurse Keith to read all about it. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash nurse Keith. Also, please consider signing up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com so that you can receive my bi-weekly message just for you. Finally, if someone you know could benefit from career coaching with me, please consider referring them. And if they become a paying client, even if they do one session, you'll receive credit for one hour of coaching with me. And there's no expiration date on that credit. And you can keep it in your back pocket until you need it most. Remember that you can refer as many people as you like and continue to earn those coaching credits over time. What a deal. Those are my sincere asks of you, dear listener. So now let's dig back into today's topic. 
So thanks for hanging out here on the Nurse Keith Show. This is episode 252, and we're talking to Iman Abu Zaid from IncredibleHealth.com, and we are talking all about their new, well, relatively new, innovative technology for helping nurses find jobs and help hospitals find those nurses and get them connected and get those nurses working and positions filled. Right, Iman? Correct. Yeah, that's the mission. Get those positions filled and get some money in the pockets of the nurses out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, interestingly, the results that we're seeing for the nurses is on average a 17% increase in salary when they use Incredible Health and for and also a 15% decrease in commute time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We're seeing this, this four, usually four reasons why nurses change jobs. Tell me, what are they? Because we, we, we track that very carefully. Okay. So number one, I want to reduce my commute time. Okay. Number two, I want to increase my salary. Uh, number three, I want to ad, uh, advance my career. So I'm trying to grow my skills in a certain area. Mm-hmm. And number four, which is not as pleasant as, you know, I just need to get out of my current workplace. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And... It's often said, like the the general wisdom out there is that people often leave leave jobs because of people. They leave because of either That's poor right. management, um, poor uh, workplace culture. It has to do with what happens with the people there. And of course, institutional issues can affect it too. Nurse patient ratios, all that sort of thing. So. In your estimation, then, when we talk about culture and people being happy at work, people feeling like they're taken care of, they're valued, their worth is seen, et cetera, et cetera. So how does helping nurses and hospitals connect and get these people hired and positions filled? How does that impact workplace culture in the positive direction? Yeah, so one key way is preventing the phenomenon of the overworked nurse. Okay, so nurse burnout is a significant issue, primarily caused by understaffing. When a unit is understaffed, and now the nurses are being asked to work overtime beyond the 12-hour shift, they're now on hour 13, 14, 15, their turnover, you know, their, their likelihood of them quitting goes up to 2.5 times. The medication errors goes up 20%. Patient mortality goes up 4%. And patient readmissions goes up by, I guess, nationally. I think the estimate is $26 billion in additional costs in, patient re- in readmissions when, an, when, a, when units are understaffed. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money being spent. It's a lot. And, and a lot of patients' lives at risk. And it, it can be, whether, it, whether you're a nurse or even, even any worker, in the U.S. today, when you're overworked and burnt out, that is not a great culture, and that's not a great environment to work in. That's true, and I could probably I could add something to that that I'm just thinking about is that from the hospital's point of view, when they're unable to find the right people because they don't have the right platform for finding them, and the recruiters are having trouble finding the people who are most qualified. You mentioned that with Incredible Health, they're not looking at 500 nurses. They're looking based on what the algorithm tells them, 11 or 12 or 15 or 20 nurses. So they're getting this pipeline of people who are the most qualified 
within the system at Incredible Health because the algorithm is helping funnel the right people to the right facility in the right position, right? That's, that's correct. Yeah. So no charge for that. That's a great, great description. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Um, so I'm assuming that when the hospitals feel like they can get people in faster, they're spending less money on onboarding and, well, onboarding costs the same, but I mean, in terms of onboarding people who are the wrong people and they yep. end up having to fire them. And I've always heard this term, you've probably heard it too, out in the, the marketplace, the job marketplace, you hire slow and fire fast. Now, this kind of upends that a little bit because they can actually hire faster, but actually have more qualified people to choose from. So my assumption is that as the hospitals are able to do this, they're able to focus on other things and they can put more resources into other things. Are you seeing that resources can be reallocated because they have an easier time filling positions? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the talent, the, the nurse recruiters in these hospitals, they're under a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. They are, uh, the, the, the hiring managers or nursing leaders are giving them a lot of grief about filling these roles. Um, of course, the HR leaders are as well. Honestly, the pressure comes from the CEOs all the way down, just because understaffing impacts the, the bottom line. Absolutely. And then they're also maintaining staffing ratio, trying to maintain staffing ratios, right? And they're also, um, you know, in, in California, they're, they also have to deal, consider the, the unions as well. So this is, a, this, is a, this is a function in a team that's under a lot of pressure. And when we do, they do have technology to help them out and software that helps them out, that is uh, a relief for them and helps them do their job better and enable a much better candidate experience. It frees up their time to, honestly, to fill even more roles. Uh, that's where the, addition, the time savings is going. Um, and to really hit their hiring goals that they need to, that they need to, that they need to hit. There was one um, topic you mentioned earlier about per diem versus permanent. Right, that was one of my next questions actually, was why focus on permanent workers? Right, so, we're focused on permanent workers because that is what aligns the most with what the hospitals want and what the nurses want. About 3% of the market is temporary work. 97% is permanent. And given the way hospitals' financials work and the way quality of care works is that you really want to, you want the majority of your staff to be permanent workers because, you know, nurses work in teams, you know, and you want you want employees that are there for the long term, paying overtime to permanent nurses or or you know relying on contract workers usually costs a hospital twice as much as just hiring a permanent worker. Right now, picking up those per diem shifts is important because sometimes you have sick calls, you might have a flu epidemic, and a lot of nurses are out, or whatever is going on out there in the world that causes shortages. So the other companies who focus on per diem workers, it's great; they're filling that three percent. It is that's important because three percent is three percent, and there's there's money that's right to be made, and there's money to be lost there. So I totally get that, and I. I appreciate that you're focusing on the permanent workers and you, you hit on something really important in terms of workplace culture, teamwork is so important, multidisciplinary teamwork, of course, but you want nurses who are sticking around, 
who get to know each other and who create camaraderie and a feeling of cooperation and helping each other out. So the more happy nurses you have, the more happy recruiters and managers you have, then the workplace culture is going to improve. So I'm, I'm assuming you're getting feedback like that. We are. We are now. Yeah. Um, you know, 96% of nurses who get hired on Incredible Health refer their friends which is a huge testament to the fact that they had a great experience. Of course. Um, and are likely to, rec- you know, they're very likely to recommend their friends. And what we, we do stay in touch with nurses even after they've been hired. Uh, you know, when they're hired, actually, they get a nice gift from us, usually a Tiffany's necklace or a Bose speaker. Oh, my gosh. Um, just, to, just congratulating them for the, you know, amazing accomplishment, uh, getting a fantastic job wherever it is, at Cedars-Sinai, at Tenet Health System, wherever it is. That's wonderful. So, so you're keeping in touch and making sure people's experience continues to be positive. That's right. And there are times, honestly, it happens where they're not, it, it's not so positive mm-hmm. after they arrive. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's, they have been times where even after a year or so, they come back and be like, listen, this isn't working out because of X, Y, Z reason. I love, I'd love your help with finding another, another role. Right. Now, Here's a question. You may not want to share your answer to this, but I'll answer. I'll ask anyway. If you find that a particular facility begins to get poor reviews, quote unquote, from the nurses you're placing there over and over again, like if you're hearing a large percentage of complaints from the nurses for this one facility. Do you feel you have a moral obligation or maybe even a business-related obligation to do something about that? Absolutely. They get removed from the platform. Okay. It's a business, it's a moral and a business obligation. So honestly, it can happen even, hospitals can get removed from the platform even before. So even if they have a terrible, if they have a terrible hiring process and they, and they can't drive a great experience for the nurses, while they're getting hired, for for example, they're just moving way too slow. Mm-hmm. The hospital does get removed from the platform. The reason that's so important is because we are building a two-sided marketplace, and marketplaces rely a lot on trust. They do. Um, just like Airbnb or Uber or you know all, many marketplaces that we use every day. When you have bad players on it, it kind of ruins the experience for everyone. Uh, and so they do need to be removed. I mean... I, not, not the most pleasant thing, but, you know, it happens. Yeah. yeah. And as you expand and you get into hospitals way beyond the San Francisco Bay Area market and you're doing community hospitals, large medical centers, teaching facilities, you're going to run into all sorts of different hiring practices and processes. So I'm sure you're going to be getting tons of feedback over time. Yeah, absolutely. That's already happening. We're we're already in LA, the Orange Orange County, Central Valley, and work with different types of facilities, including academic medical centers, community hospitals, and big health systems. And yeah, it's a it's a it's a whole range. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, do you feel optimistic from your vantage point about the nursing shortage? What what do you think is going on, and what's your projection, say, over the next five years? Uh, so I think. It's projected that in the next five years, we're going to be one million nurses short. And I, honestly, I'm not super optimistic about the nursing shortage being resolved anytime soon, because ultimately our demand for healthcare as a country keeps going up as our population is aging. 
And we just simply do not have enough healthcare workers in the system. And that includes nurses and includes the other allied health professions as well. Um, there are just simply not enough workers to c- cover the demand. And yeah, that's, that's a risk to the entire healthcare system and to outcomes and to quality of care. I think increasingly as, I, I think hopefully there's people who are listening who are not nurses, who are thinking, maybe thinking about a career in nursing. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> if that is a fantastic career, um, it's also, it's a career that with, with a ton of satisfaction and yes, it's a very, it's, it's challenging, but you know, the, what we're seeing today is salaries keep going up. Um, the, their demand, the nurse demands are continue to get met and it will, it should get better over time. Great. I'm glad. And do hospitals that work with unions, can they be involved in incredible health? So there's no issue in terms of hiring when there's a union involved. Not at all. No. Great. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we got organized labor in there and made sure that we addressed that. Yeah. So, okay. Now, what kind of nurses can use the service? Yeah. So right now, Incredible Health works the best for, for nurses that have at least one year of acute care experience. Um, and certainly if you have a specialty whether it's OR or ICU or cath lab or whatever, whatever, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. um, you are most likely going to get picked up like very fast. Um, the, the units that are the hardest to staff are those that are more specialized. Um, and that is where we're seeing the biggest demand on our platform. Good to know. How about a new grad? Yeah. So at the moment, just in, at right now, we don't uh, we're not able to support new grads right now, um, primarily because hospitals don't have a they, they don't necessarily have a problem with hiring new grads. Just that's one area where the supply demand is kind of reversed. I see. <laughs> um, and there is uh, less demand for new grads, unfortunately, but there is supply. So mm-hmm. they don't need any uh, special help or special technology for that. I see. Yeah. The new grads might need a little help. <laughs> they do. So let's let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, yes, please. You know, today, you know, n- nurses use incredible health to find to find a job, and what where this is moving towards is a building out a community, and what that means is that today, a nurse can get interview preparation through Incredible Health is able to figure out that uh, we have salary calculators available for them. Those that are using our platform um, get assigned a talent advocate, which is, which is another RN who supports them and coaches them honestly, like a career coach. Um, there are, you know, lots of other services that we're providing beyond just like, I need a job right now. And I think that's important as, you know, this is a, being a nurse is a, an entire career. It is, it is a calling. It's not just a job. And it's important to provide all of these free, it's all free, all these free tools and services to, to the nur- to nurses, to all of them. So it's free for the nurse user, but not necessarily for the, the institutional user. Yeah, this is, Incredible Health is and always will be free for the nurse. <laughs> Great. Right. Yes. So the institutions bear the cost and right. they're making an investment in finding the right people. And you and I both know how expensive it can be to engage in that process, the hiring yep. process. It's pretty difficult and very cost heavy. And then you get to onboarding. And, you know, if you're hiring the wrong people and you're spending, I don't know, 
tens of thousands of dollars on the onboarding process on a nurse, you're really throwing money away. And of course, sometimes things don't work out for various reasons, right? So we can't control for everything, but it sounds like you're streamlining this process to make it a little less painful so that we can get people working. Now, it's interesting what you said a couple minutes ago, that you feel like there are not enough opportunities for new grads. And the conundrum I'm hearing, and I'm sure you recognize this too, is that we need more nurses in the workforce, but there's a lack of positions for all the new nurses that are getting pumped out of the schools, even though at the same time we hear that the nurses, the nursing schools need to create more nurses to fill the shortage. So yep. how do we address that particular issue? Yes. Okay. So this def- what you're describing is a big, <laughs> a big bottleneck in the system. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, what we're, what we hear from hospitals is, um, you know, some of them do have new grad programs and, the reasons why they're not necessarily growing the programs or expanding them is because they found the attrition rates quite high. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, they spend the time and the money and so on to get the new grads and train them. And within a year or so, they've moved on. They moved on to a yeah. different facility. Right. Now, that's honestly, that's kind of on the hospital. They need to do a little bit more work to retain nurses. Mm-hmm. Um but it also means that sometimes the ROI or the return on investment for the hospitals for new grad programs is not always as clear. I see. So that causes a definite bottleneck because if we need the talent, but the talent aren't being brought in, then we're still running into that issue. So right. it sounds what, like there's a lot of work to do out there in the industry. Absolutely. And what, what ends up happening is a, a new grad ends up having to be very geographically flexible. Because mm-hmm. you, you need to get trained and uh, you have to just be open to any hospital anywhere in the country for, for, that, for your new grad training. Now, after that, what I'm saying is that once you have that one or two years of acute care experience, you can be as picky as you want, especially mm-hmm. through, through a system like Incredible Health, where you can really select all your preferences and you'll only hear from employers that are the right fit for you. Right. That's That's great. So if people want to get involved, they go to incrediblehealth.com. And what is the process like for the nurse user who wants to sign up? Yep. So they go to incrediblehealth.com and they sign up there. It takes only a few minutes to create your profile. Mm -hmm. Um, And then usually within 24 to 48 hours, uh, a member of our team will be in touch. It's usually go- it's going, likely going to be an RN. If you have passed uh, our screening criteria, you get assigned a talent advocate who, mm-hmm. can, who will support you throughout your entire process. Um, within a few days, you will start receiving, assuming you, assume, uh, you pass our screening criteria, you will be receiving interview requests um, from employers that you prefer. Okay. Now, yep. does the nurse signing up need to have a resume to upload? Ideally, yes. Ideally, they have okay. a resume. They're also including license information, their certifications, mm-hmm. um, and and all of their preferences, too. Okay. Now, is a cover letter required, or is there space to write a cover letter to sort of tell your story a little bit? Um, there, A cover letter is not required, but mm-hmm. there is. There is space to, you know, you know, we do ask what are your reasons for why, why you're changing a job, and that's an opportunity to um, describe, you know, what it is you're looking for, 
and a little bit more about you. I um, see. And certainly your talent advocate will help you uh, improve your profile uh, as well. Right. To make it look so, as attractive as possible to employees. Right. So you're not writing a cover letter. There's a place in the application process on Incredible Health where you can tell your story. Absolutely. And yeah. this is a, a really easy profile to create. It is mobile responsive. I know most hospital applications, you have to be on a laptop because mm -hmm. you can't use it on a phone. Um, this is when you go to incrediblehealth.com and you start signing up, this should, should work easily on, on your phone. Okay. Now one more question. Well, a couple sure. more questions. One, working on the phone, do you mean you have an app or are they just using the website through the, a, a web browser on their phone? Right now, it's a web browser on the phone, but okay. an, app, an app is in the works. <laughs> Aha, we heard it here first. Yes. Awesome. Okay, so the app is coming. That's great, because yep. I think app-driven technology like this is really where it's at. You know that. You're in the Bay Area. Yep. So people want to be able to click on that thing and get right to where they need to be. Um, the other question I had was, if I can find it somewhere in my hard drive, is in terms of this process now, are the nurses also doing their, you know, are they doing drug screening and all that? Or is that up to the facility? That's up to the facility. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. none of that happens through Incredible Health. Correct. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. And then the final question is, if I'm a recruiter or a talent acquisition specialist from a hospital, is it okay. as easy for me to get involved? That's right. So you also go to incrediblehealth.com and you okay. can sign up there and a member of our, of our team uh, will be in touch and we'll be able to do a whole demo for you about how the product works and, um, and re review the value and the return on investment. And yeah, with it, usually it's within a few, within weeks, a hospital has already signed up and is ready to go. Great. Okay. So, Iman, this is great. I think this is a wonderful intervention. And with all the other organizations and companies trying to figure out ways to stem the nursing shortage and connect hirers or facilities with nurses and clinicians, this is part of the puzzle. And like you said, the, the shortage is a big issue. Like, we're not going to solve it tomorrow. Yeah. Right? But you're, you're contributing. Yeah. But the, in, the inefficiency is another issue, too. Yeah. that's a very important term right there yeah. inefficiency because that's what the nurses who call me are complaining about that right. it's taking so long and they fill out so many applications and that that black hole there is really something that we need to resolve and you know i've heard that the rings of saturn are made of lost airline luggage and lost socks <laughs> but i think the rings of saturn might also be made of lost nurse applications <laughs> for jobs so that'd make a yeah. good cartoon yeah absolutely where do those socks go anyway you know that's when true you, you put yeah, two socks in the dryer and you open it and there's one left it's like who's eating my socks yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean we're you know we're it's great that we can we can laugh about it but it, it is incredibly frustrating and just should, <laughs> should not be the case at all if you are a qualified and experienced nurse Especially given the massive shortage we're in, you should be able to find and get a job, any job you want within, That's within right. days. We don't want the rings of Saturn to also be involved with, you know, errant nurses who can't find work making up 
part of the rings. That would not be pretty. So yeah, yes. we're gonna we're gonna bring them back to Earth and get them hired. All right. So enough of the space metaphors. <laughs> um, I watched that new Brad Pitt movie the other day at, at the theater. So I've just had science fiction on my mind. Anyway, so thank you, Aman. This is wonderful. And I look forward to having incredible health at nursekeith.com so people could connect really quickly with you. And I look forward to circling back maybe in a year or so and finding out how things are going as you move across the country. Okay, that sounds great. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening to episode 252 of the Nurse Keith Show. And remember, the show notes, which you're going to want to check out, are at nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 252. There you'll find links to incrediblehealth.com, their social media platforms, and everything else that we talked about today. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered and hopefully enthusiastic and optimistic from this episode. And I hope you take inspired action to improve the state of your personal life and your professional life and career every day. And the Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Rob Johnston of CuriousCast.ca and Mark Cappiespeason is our stalwart social media ringmaster. So, Be well, dig deep, seek joy, and keep in touch. This is Nurse Keith saying adios from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico, and Iman Abu Zayed bidding you adieu from... San Francisco, California. San Francisco. (laughs) Thank you, Iman. And we will catch everyone on the flip side. Mm